rode out the next morning. It was obvious that the regent had chosen the worst standard of men he could find to send out with his nephew. Also obvious was the fact that they had been stationed at Chastion to conceal their poor quality from the court. They were not even trained soldiers. They were mercenaries, second- and third-rate fighters, most of them. With a rabble like this, Laurent's pretty face wasn't doing him any favors. Damon must have heard a dozen slurs and sly insinuations before he'd even saddled his horse. No wonder Emmerich had been furious. Even Damon, who had frankly no objection to men slandering Laurent, was finding himself annoyed. It was disrespectful to speak that way of any commander. He'd loosen up for the right cock, he heard. He pulled too sharply on the girth strap of his horse. He was out of sorts, perhaps. Last night had been strange, sitting across a map from Laurent, answering questions. The fire had burned low in the hearth, war-membered. You said you knew the territory, Laurent had said, and Damon had found himself confronted with an evening spent dispensing tactical information to an enemy he might expect to face one day country against country, king against king. And that was the best possible outcome. It assumed that Laurent would beat his uncle, and that Damon would return to Achelos, claiming his throne. You have some objection, Laurent had said. Damon had drawn in a deep breath. A strong Laurent meant a weakened regent, and if Veer was distracted by a familial squabble over the succession— that only benefited Achelos, let Laurent and his uncle duke it out. Slowly, carefully, he had started talking. They had talked about the terrain on the border, and about the route they would travel to get there. They would not be riding in a straight line south. Instead, it was to be a two-week journey southwest through the Varetian provinces of Varan and Alir, their route hugging the Vascian mountain border, it was a change from the direct route that had been planned by the regent, and Laurent had already sent out riders to inform the keeps. Laurent, Damon thought, was buying himself time, extending the journey as much as was plausible. They had talked about the merits of Ravenel's defenses when compared to Fortin. Laurent hadn't seemed to show any inclination to sleep. He had never once glanced at the bed. As the night wore on, Laurent had abandoned his deliberate comportment for a relaxed, youthful pose, drawing one knee up to his chest and slinging an arm around it. Damon had found his gaze drawn to the easy arrangement of Laurent's limbs, the balance of wrist on knee, the long, finely articulated bones. He had been aware of a diffuse but growing tension, a sensation almost like he was waiting waiting for something, unsure what it was. It was like being alone in a pit with a snake. The snake could relax. You could not. About an hour before dawn, Laurent had risen. We're done for tonight, he had said briefly, and then to Damon's surprise he had left to begin preparations for the morning. Damon had been brusquely informed that he would be summoned when he was needed. The castellan had called for him some hours later. Damon had taken the chance to snatch some sleep, determinedly retiring to his pallet and closing his eyes. The next time he had seen Laurent had been in the courtyard, 
changed and armored and coolly ready to ride. If Laurent had slept at all, he hadn't done so in the regent's bed. There were fewer delays than Damon expected. Laurent's pre-dawn arrival and whatever cold, bitchy remarks he had made, sharpened by a night without sleep, had been enough to eject the regent's men out of their beds and into a semblance of lines. They rode out. There was no immediate disaster. They rode through long green meadows scented with white and yellow flowers, Govar crude and commanding on a warhorse at their head, and beside him, young, elegant, and golden, the prince. Laurent looked like a figurehead, eye-catching and useless. Govar had not been disciplined at all for his stable-boy-induced tardiness, nor had anything happened to the regent's men for shirking their duty last night. There were in total two hundred men. Follow